0: welcome welcome everyone to the enthusiast life i am your host mark Turcotte, and i'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Monday, March 21st, 2022. And as you can probably tell here, you are coming to me live from inside my car as I'm on a uh, little commute here going to the kid's school because as always, my kids forget something that they need to be bringing to school, even though they had all weekend to remember to put it in their backpack. Well, of course i forgot it and dad is off today so i have the nice uh job of commuting and bringing them the Forgotten Object to school. So uh, I said, hey, what better time than right now to record the podcast? I was actually going to do it uh, around this time anyways. And I said, hey, you know, we can kind of do this this little drive along here coming to you through my phone. So um, we got some fun things to talk about here on the show. We're we'll going to be talking about the big reveal of Hogwarts Legacy, uh, as well as a new game, Tunic, that oh my god, this game, might have a feeling, is really going to be uh, up there for me for maybe one of my favorite games this year. But before we do that, as always, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark M E R K T U R C. And of course, you can always email the show at the at gmail.com. Now, I do want to mention last week we did not get a um, Sentinels RPG, tabletop RPG episode out. We were unable to do it. I had kind of had a last minute thing come up Thursday night. Uh, so I wasn't able to GM the game then, and we already had a planned week off this week. So issue four will not be coming to you until next week. So if you've been following along in our Sentinels game, which if you haven't, why haven't you? Um, be on the lookout for that next week will be issue four. So just a little, little uh, programming note there on that. Uh, but let's jump in here with the big reveal from Sony of Hogwarts Legacy, kind of the, the uh, much-anticipated harry potter game that we all knew was in development but hadn't really seen much of i think there may have been some screenshots that were kind of out there and uh, some developer discussion but we never actually got to see the game in motion and sony had i think it was like a uh, i mean i think the whole state of play was about 20 minutes but i think we got like 14 minutes of gameplay reveal in that um and i I do want to preface it preface this right now of course with the disclaimer that you know i know a lot of folks out there have some very strong feelings uh about the uh you know the world of harry potter creator jk rowling and the, the statements that she's made about transgender rights and all of that i mean you can't really talk about anything now without at least acknowledging that that is a thing um and so for me personally you know looking at this as the video game um i I'm able to separate that. I mean, you know, JK Rowling, as far as we know, didn't really have much, if any, hands in this. I mean, obviously she created the world of Harry Potter. Um, but if, if you want to, I, I, and, and I would almost urge you to, go out and find out um, that information and you can make that decision for yourself. But my discussion here is gonna be, of course, on the video game itself, what was presented to us, and as a gamer, what this looks like to me so i just do want to preface that because i know that's where all the discussion immediately kind of went to with um this big reveal of people you know unsure of whether they wanted to support the game play the game and it's fully understandable if that's your your personal beliefs but for the purposes of this podcast we're talking about how great this gameplay looked because oh my god like this <laughs> look. I am a a Harry Potter fan. I wouldn't consider myself the biggest Harry Potter fan. I'm not, you know, Harry Potter for me is not on the level of Star Wars or Marvel. Like you guys know how much, I mean, you listen to this podcast, you know how much I love that stuff. Um, But I like it. You know, if it's I've seen every movie um, multiple times. You know, it's on, you could probably go on right now. And if I'm flipping through the, on TV, and if I'm flipping through the channels and there's a Harry Potter movie on and there's nothing else on... I'm, we just put it on I put it on it's in the background you know I, I probably as weird as it is to say this now the more I'm thinking about it probably seen the Harry Potter movies probably more than I've seen the Star Wars movies because they're on all the freaking time like they're on always every weekend Harry Potter marathon on some random channel it's on and uh, so you know I I do know this world I do have an affinity for it and You know, seeing the gameplay of this game, it really looks like the team at Avalanche are really capturing that Hogwarts experience, you know, like it's you're going to not only just be out there battling other wizards or battling goblins. I mean, the story kind of made it seem like, you know, there's there's this kind of nefarious group of goblins that we're going to be kind of battling. but you're living that Hogwarts life, you're going to classes, you're build, creating relationships that you can then go on missions with these people, you're um, you know, creating potions and learning better spells that you can then mix and combine and then get out into the world and, and actually use it in practice. There's so many neat things like that that this game I think is going to offer that it had me kind of thinking like, what other video games have really captured the world the movie that they're trying to represent and almost lets you do everything you would want to do like you think about a star wars game like even even jedi fallen order incredible right but it's still just a slice of the star wars world and not only just kind of in where it's taking place but even what you do right it's just you're pretty much just battling right yeah you're you're kind of exploring a little bit But you're never going to a town you're never going to a cantina so you're totally missing out on that aspect of it you're yeah you're creating relationships with characters but you're not forging those relationships you know the creators of the video game are having you um, create that right it's just built in the story where it sounds like in this case choices you make are going to affect affect what happens with those characters and how they perceive you i mean even to the point where you're going to go to you know, the choosing ceremony, and you're gonna, are you going Hufflepuff or are you going Slytherin? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And that, that almost has, it's kind of my biggest question with this game, because we didn't have a lot of that answered is like, does that impact where my story goes, like a lot? Like, is there really f- kind of four different games or are, you know, is maybe the first 10 hours of the game different because of that decision and then it all kind of eventually comes together because of the ultimate threat that maybe is here at Hogwarts? Um, I don't know, but like that, I Not to say that I never was excited for this game, but it really, I think, um, after them showing it, really got me excited for this game. Because, like I said, it it literally is... You're living that Harry Potter universe, that Hogwarts experience that you kind of always wanted. Or what you would want out of a video game, I guess. And, you know, the fact that it is, as far as I could tell... I mean, maybe I missed it. Single-player action RPG. You know, you're not doing your classic destiny thing where you're out there you know logging in every day to do these dailies and then it didn't seem like the game was really going to be offering that like it really is very story driven and on top of that I mean graphically the game looks incredible um they show you on a broomstick you know you're flying on a griffin you're going into the you know uh uh, forests and areas around hogwarts you're going into dungeons um you know which at first glance, you're like dungeons. Like, well, yeah, like the first two Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies. Maybe a little Freudian slip there. Um, you, you, that's what you do as a as a student at Hogwarts. I just, I don't know, guys. This game to me looks very exciting. We don't have a date yet. It's coming out holiday 2022, um, and uh, I, I'm I'm on board for it. I, I'm really looking forward to this game. And it, it's kind of funny now playing so much Elden Ring that uh, one of the first things I put in the Discord with the group was like, oh, my God, this almost looks like Elden Ring. You know, it looks like my character casting the spells. And I saw a lot of that kind of out there of people saying this is, you know, uh, Hogwarts Ring or, you know, Elden and Hogwarts, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because it did really have that look. And I think that's just, you know, because you're casting spells and just the the art style that they're using. Um, And the cool thing is this takes place in the 1800s. So they're not burdened by the lore of the books and of the movies you know like we don't we don't need to suddenly just have harry show up you know they don't have to write harry into the game now of course hogwarts itself many would argue is probably a character within itself um, which it is and so you know they they are gonna um pay homage to a lot of that and you could see that even just some of the locations that you saw in the trailer are things straight out of the movie, you know, the classrooms and all that. And and after the state of play, or the 14 minutes of gameplay, they had some of the developers out there from Avalanche talking about that. That they really wanted to make you, f- wanted to make things feel familiar for players in this game. And truly, like I said, let you live that experience of going to Hogwarts. I love that. And even, you know, I was kind of even thinking to myself, like, if you're going to high school, is this like a Persona style? Like, or you know fire emblem house or three houses like you're living kind of that high high school lifestyle in the school you know and then you then you're going out and battling with your friends i mean that's that's the whole persona series in a nutshell essentially which is kind of kind of neat but uh, hogwarts legacy if you haven't seen the gameplay go check it out uh it definitely um it's pretty exciting game looks looks like it's gonna be great can't wait for that um this holiday um the other game, I, the game I did want to talk about uh, here today, besides Elden Ring, which I'm still playing, and, you know what, I actually did back into uh, Destiny 2 um, this past weekend. I've been kind of grinding that up, too. I'm, I'm 1523, I think. Didn't beat the campaign on Legendary, but I'm past 1520 now. Um, been having a lot of fun with that. But the one game that did kind of stealthily release on Game Pass that nobody knew is the game Tunic. Now, this game had been revealed years ago. And we all knew that this game was eventually coming at some point it is this kind of link to the past zelda-like style game where you play this small fox and now getting into the game wow like it really pays homage to that series um you play this small fox wakes up on a beach the game doesn't explain anything to you you just kind of got to figure it out and like that's the appeal of the game right now being so deep into elden ring and liking that play style where they're not telling you how to do things and you kind of have to figure it out yourself. I'm really, really enjoying that. I like games kind of going back to that. and that's actually a running theme through this whole game not only in just kind of the gameplay, but even like the hook of it is this retro feel and and kind of this overall mystery that's kind of happening in tunic. like I said you're you're this little fox and you wake up on a beach. They don't tell you any controls nothing there's no uh you know quest icon or somebody saying like go over here chosen one no 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 no. none of that's there you're looking at the world around you looking at the environment trying to figure out what is what is happening essentially Um, and when you do get to a point where there is some dialogue it's in some weird language you can't decipher you have no idea what it means um and you find a stick Eventually, and you're able to fight some some little enemies. But eventually, and this is where the game really kind of starts to peel back a li- just a little bit of the layer. And I could tell that there's going to be a lot more here. And kind of reading some reviews, I haven't even scratched the surface. But you find this page of a book, and it's books or pages like ten and eleven of what is like a manual or a strategy guide, and it has that art style and that look of like the old zelda manual or you know any of the old like old school nintendo games those old manuals that would come with the games where you can see an enemy that you're probably going to face at some point and his description is in some language you don't understand but then it does show you your controller and it's got some buttons on there you know kind of telling you what they do and and From what I'm learning about this game is that a lot of the game is tracking down these pages and you start to uncover the secrets and the pieces of not only how to play the game, but as to what's going on. And like, it sounds like you even need to even just decipher some other things on the pages will help you decipher some of that language and... I've heard a lot of people describe it as linked to the Past mixed with Fez. If you've never played Fez, that old Xbox 360, uh, well, I mean, I played it on 360, but it kind of came out around, you know, the, the 360 era. Um that game had a lot of weird little secrets and things to it. And this seems to be kind of in that same vein where there are all these different layers to it. Um, it's an isometric game. Uh, so it kind of, again, plays like link to the past, like a Zelda, um, really enjoying it so far. The, uh, aesthetic is beautiful, very colorful. Um, definitely has kind of its own little style to it. The soundtrack is perfect, sets the mood, sets the tone. Um, I'm very early on. I actually just started playing it this morning, so I can't give you my full, uh, you know, full impressions of it. But I'm sure I'm going to be playing a much more of this game here in the coming days, and um, I have a feeling it's going to suck me in because it's really scratching that nostalgia itch. Kind of for what I was looking for, I think, out of like Death Store, which Death Store I, I liked the vibe, but I fell off that pretty quick. I mean, I saw so many people really enjoying that game. And not to say that I didn't like my time with it, but there was no nothing to pull me back. Where it seems like this game, because it's so steeped in mystery and you figuring things out, I have a feeling it's going to give me the pull kind of like what Elden Ring has been doing, um, which, you know, if you're probably thinking like, oh, you stopped Elden Ring. Elden Ring, I think I'm 40 hours in right now, last I checked. I made it to the Forge of the Giants, for people that kind of know where that is, so I'm, I'm in that area kind of mainline story-wise, quest-wise. Um and not to say that I hit a wall but I'm kind of <laughs> to the point where I got some things I got to do before I can progress right through it and I kind of told myself you know I just need to take a step back and take a little bit of a break from Elden Ring because it literally has been just corrupting me um where it was literally all I could think about it and all I wanted to play so I'm kind of stepping back and dabbling in some other games because you know Tunic came out this week which I know a lot of people are loving so I'm like I want to dip into that and later on this week uh Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is coming out and I'm I really want that game, and probably 95% sure I'm going to be purchasing it here by the end of the week. Um, But right now that I'm kind of dipping my toe into Tunic, I'm like, if this pulls me in, maybe I'm going to hold off just for a little bit on Tiny Tina, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So I don't know. But go check out Tunic. It's on Game Pass. It's on PC. I even think it's on PS4. I think it's 30 bucks if you're looking to buy it. Um, But if you have Game Pass you already got it so go check it out well that's gonna do it for me here today guys hopefully you enjoy this little ride-along podcast here um you know like i said i was already planning on putting the show out here in a little bit but just kind of my kids always forgetting something at school Gotta run it over to the school and, and bring it over to them so uh, until next time everybody have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you next time